Welcome to the Conversion Tracking Playbook, where we share how to overcome tracking challenges that e-commerce brands face today and real-world examples of transforming data into insights. In this episode on the WebPixel API that Shopify has started to announce and roll out, I talk through the different nuances of your options on conversion tracking throughout the checkout process. Now, with Elevar being a Shopify partner, we've been working with the Shopify team over the last several months and providing feedback and testing, et cetera. And ultimately, this is a really good thing, this transition into more of a sandboxed and secure checkout, which has direct impacts on how tracking works, which ultimately moves merchants away from having access to editing the checkout.liquid and moving more into checkout extensions to ultimately protect the privacy and security of your consumers and shoppers within a checkout experience. But with that change and improvement, there is a pretty drastic change in how you need to be thinking about conversion tracking. Now, this isn't a, hey, you need to be live by the end of next week. It's going to be a slow transition uh, into 2023, and we'll be here to keep you up to date. But just wanted to give you a quick overview on what this episode is about. It's going to go pretty deep into your options to think about as we get into the new world of conversion tracking inside the Shopify checkout. I hope you enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of the Conversion Tracking Playbook. I'm your host, Brad Redding, and today I will be talking about Pixels, the new Shopify feature slash product that is also called the WebPixels API or WebPixels that recently released and went into general availability for all Shopify stores and something that's been in developer preview since the summer that we, Elevar, have been working on and testing and providing feedback and uh, working with the Shopify team if they've, as they've been getting this ready for the rollout across all merchants. So I'm going to start by providing a, try to keep it a fairly high-level overview on what this means and what the change or impact this is going to have on your conversion tracking, whether it is in 2022 or ultimately in 2023 when you make the migration to the new checkout. So let's start with talking about the the change. So what is this new feature that Shopify calls Pixels? It's really a combination of two. So number one, they Shopify has their own data layer that they are rolling out or have rolled out. And this data layer will push events like a, think about add to cart or initiate checkout or complete a purchase. And each one of those events has a subset of data associated to it. Now, this this could be things like product ID, order ID, revenue, et cetera. Um, and in some cases, it can also include customer data, like email, phone number, address, et cetera. And I'm going to come back to that here in a second. But in general, it is a event bus or data layer that the Pixels product can ultimately use. So think about the... Shopify events, aka the their data layer. Not to be confused, this is not a data layer that you can use with Google Tag Manager. 
It's the, the term data layer I'm using interchangeably since uh, so many of you that are customers of LLVAR are used to a data layer that is primarily used for Google Tag Manager. So again, <clears throat> Shopify has their event bus, which is can also be called a data layer. And that is used to help power pixels that you would place and implement inside their new pixels product. And the way to think about their new pixels product is it is a way to add tracking. So think a tag in Google Tag Manager. Instead of implementing it through Google Tag Manager, it can be implemented through this Pixels API. So that's a very general overview on what it is and how it compares a little bit to what you might be familiar with with Google Tag Manager. Now, where this starts to get confusing and causes questions rightfully so, from uh, customers and brands that are, are wondering how this impacts them. So in general, if we think about plus and non-plus Shopify stores, your tracking is typically implemented through a combination of the following. You may have tracking tags and pixels, uh, implementing them or hard-coding them directly in your theme.liquid. So this is the, hey, I want to implement Pinterest or my affiliate, and they give me a script to copy and paste and put into the theme.liquid. So that's one way that customers and you may have implemented tracking in the past. If you are a plus store, you have potentially also implemented that in your checkout.liquid template. And this is likely related to tracking that is more checkout or purchase related. The next way, so this that's the hard-coded option. The next common way that we see brands implementing tracking, and obviously what Elevar has been a big part of over the last four to five years, is using Google Tag Manager. So you implement Elevar that uh, instantiates Google Tag Manager across your website, and then you use, and that's including your theme and checkout. So checkout.liquid for plus stores or the order status page in your checkout admin settings inside of Shopify. So once you have that implemented on your store, then you add all of your tracking tags, aka pixels, inside your Google Tag Manager web container. And then at that point, when customers are browsing your site, they're triggering events like add to cart, begin checkout, purchase, and then your tags will trigger from Google Tag Manager. If you are a non-plus store, when it comes to checkout, you have never had the ability to modify and add tracking into the checkout experience except for the order status page. And most recently, or more recently, the post-purchase page if you are using upsells. So again, non-plus stores, you're using the order status page. And frankly, we see plus stores that use it as well. That encompasses the way that tracking is generally client-side tracking has typically been implemented through Shopify. And then, of course, you have the native apps. So if you are installing Klaviyo or another application, even like Elevar, those apps or channels are going to implement tracking, embed those directly through your site. Some of them will install scripts. Some of them will use the scripts API. But that is another way that client-side tracking has been implemented through your online store and the Shopify checkout. So that's client-side tracking. So think tracking that's in the browser. The other way for tracking implementations inside the world of Shopify to function 
is server-side. So you can have server-side tracking. And server-side tracking can be different on the non-checkout pages versus checkout. So checkout pages can largely leverage webhooks. Shopify makes webhooks available that essentially provide a data set that, in the case of Elevar, we can then listen for those order creation or checkout creation events to happen. And then we will route them to Facebook, Google, et cetera, based on your destination configurations inside of Elevar. So server-side tracking inside of checkout, largely webhook-driven, doesn't really rely on having things included in the checkout.liquid or the order status page. That whole dependency is removed and everything just happens through webhooks. For the non-checkout pages, there is typically a combination of either implementing a way to route behavior events from customer shopping behavior, like viewing a page, viewing a product, et cetera, that don't have webhooks available from Shopify and still routing that server side. So there's still, this is how we do it. If there isn't a webhook, then we have other ways to access that data and then route it into your LOVR portal. So your source destination connections. And then that that tracking, so that view product event is sent from LOVR directly to your destination. Again, completely outside the browser. Whether you are a customer of LOVR or you are not a customer of LOVR, in, but you are on Shopify, by and large, that you are using a combination of those mechanisms for tracking. Hard coding in theme.liquid, hard coding in checkout.liquid, hard coding in the order status page settings in the Shopify admin, using Google Tag Manager in the theme, using Google Tag Manager in checkout, using server-side tracking. And in the nuance of server-side tracking, you have some channels that if you have server-side tracking enabled for a channel, you don't need client-side tracking. Impact Radius, who's a, a integration of ours. If you have our server-side integration enabled for Impact Radius, you no longer need their client-side tracking. You don't need their JavaScript on your website. There are some channels that want both. Facebook. Facebook doesn't want just conversion API server-side events. Facebook wants their pixel implemented through your site, so client-side tracking, and they want server-side tracking. And then you have some channels that don't have server-side tracking available yet, and they can only rely on client-side tracking. So you can't implement server-side tracking for you know, channel XYZ, so you need to rely on copy and pasting or implement their script into your theme or checkout.liquid or implementing through Google Tag Manager. That's a lot. Those are a lot of permutations there. So now let's talk about how this pixel rollout from Shopify changes things a little bit. So let's say you are fully onboarded into the new Shopify checkout and you have the new WebPixel API fully up and running. What does that mean? So number one, your ability to add tracking into the checkout.liquid for any of your tracking. So this could just be your checkout events or if you have logic for purchase events inside your checkout.liquid, you will no longer have that capability. So then it's the, oh crap, well, what do I do? The options are essentially, number one, any channel that you are relying on events 
to fire inside of checkout, if they have server-side integrations available, implement server-side tracking. It's more accurate anyways. So implement server-side tracking for those channels that you previously were relying on scripts or pixels directly embedded inside your checkout.liquid, just move them server-side. If they don't have a server-side option available, or there isn't, let's say LOVAR doesn't have an integration for that particular channel, then your options are to implement through the WebPixel API. So for example, you can use the WebPixel Manager, which is a sandboxed place where you can implement tracking uh, inside your Shopify admin. It's very complex. You will need to be technical to implement it. It's not a copy and paste uh, type of setup. So that is one option that you could do. The other option is to find a partner or uh, an app that integrates with the WebPixel API, where then you can plug in things like your Pixel ID, uh, tracking ID, and then they will essentially manage that tracking through the checkout for you. So I'll just use PodSites as, as one of our integrations at Elevar with the WebPixel API. If you previously were relying on having your PodSites tracking script inside checkout.liquid, PodSites does not have a server-side integration. So then you might have the, oh crap, what do I do? You would implement PodSites client-side tracking through Elevar, and Elevar has that pipe built in with the WebPixel API with Shopify. I mentioned in the beginning that I was going to try to keep this simple and even explaining this, I realized that can be very confusing because uh, I'm almost confusing myself trying to explain and, and, and keep things fairly in a linear fashion, but you essentially have those options. It's option A, move server side, i.e. webhooks, just remove the browser outside of the scenario and most of those server side integrations. So just talking with Elevar, our server-side integrations that we have are still leveraging data that we are piping in through the WebPixel API. So we're pulling data in from the WebPixel API, essentially connecting that with data we'll get from the webhook, and then using that in, a, in the integration or the event that we're sending to your channel. So that's one option. Option two, again, just summarizing here, if the channel does not have a server-side integration or you don't have... Uh, so if Elevar or another app or partner does not have that integration available, then you're, you're looking at that manual integration, doing it yourself. So implementing through the WebPixel manager. And again, there's some comp complexity uh, to go through that process. And it's also, it may, it may not work it, because it is a sandbox JS. There are restrictions around that. It's not a copy and paste. Uh, there are certain things that the, their JavaScript SDK or essentially what their copy and paste script is trying to grab from the browser in order for tracking to work, that's not always going to just, it's not going to work out of the box. So that's option two. Option three is, again, going back to that partner or app route. And if, if you are an Elevar customer, this is where we would potentially work or we would have an integration through the WebPixel API where you just drop in your pod, pod site's pixel ID and you don't have to worry about any of the other complexity. Option four, there are likely to be uh, other so pod sites, in this case, let's say they built their own standalone app for the WebPixel API, and you can implement that app through your WebPixel API settings and then deploy it that way. And again, that's going to be their client-side tracking through the browser and using the WebPixel uh, API data, so the data layer and the events that Shopify is exposing. 
And then last but not least, option five is no tracking. So you just drop tracking from checkout. You don't worry about it. And you just rely on tracking enabled in the order status page. So this is client-side tracking, option five. You're going to ignore the initiate checkout or any any intra-checkout events, and you only care about conversion tracking. So at that point, you would implement either keep the purchase event inside Google Tag Manager that would trigger on the thank you page, or you, again, hard code or implement directly in your order status page checkout settings where your post-purchase settings, if again, if you have upsells, where that is managed. Whew, that's a lot. The nuance here is if you are a Shopify Plus merchant and you have this whole new checkout experience and WebPixel API experience enabled and you're an Elevar customer, all of our checkout tracking historically has been through the checkout.liquid template. So the process that you would go through in upgrading to this new experience would be upgrading in your LLVAR app. And we part of that is we essentially, all of your checkout.liquid data layer implementations, the LLVAR snippets that are installed there, they're either removed or non-existent and replaced with our WebPixel API integration directly with your Shopify store. And potentially, depending on the channel, and there'll be links in show notes for, uh, for full details on this, but depending on the channel, if we do not have a WebPixel API integration with that channel, so let's say we we can't integrate with, uh, I don't know, TikTok it, through the WebPixel API for a purchase conversion, then there would be that fallback of, okay, you need to implement the purchase conversion script in the order status page settings. Again, just a reminder, there is a link in the show notes that'll go through all of this in more detail to show the options. And by the way, this is evolving. It's not a forced upgrade as far as we know anytime soon. So those that are uh, going down this journey, we're working with them through these scenarios, but everyone needs to upgrade and get everything live by Friday type of thing and migrated by Friday. It's going to be an evolving scenario and upgrade process. So that is the... That it was not a simple overview, I will admit. I tried to keep it as simple as I could, but providing more context into how all of these changes will impact and ultimately force decisions on how to manage tracking on a channel-by-channel basis. There are other things to consider that we are considering, all of our considering when it comes to Okay, uh, consent compliance. So if you typically have your OneTrust consent compliance or consent script implemented in checkout.liquid, uh, but now you can't and you were driving, you're driving traffic directly to checkout uh, and through SMS or email inbound links, how do you re- remain compliant uh, by having that OneTrust implementation uh, potentially have to, it has to be implemented in a different way. And again, the, the WebPixel API is likely to continue to evolve, but there's a lot of those little edge cases that we're thinking through for you. We have this huge um, visual decision matrix that goes through all these different paths and what to consider. And we, since May, June, we've been working and evangelizing with a lot of these partners and, and channels, hundreds of them, 
Uh, we've been reaching out to them to work with them either on a server-side integration or working with them on a WebPixel API integration that either they'll be building or uh, we'll be integrating with to ultimately prevent any tracking loss or loss in conversion data for you. At the end of the day, if if you're an Elevar customer, unless you're really technical, you probably don't really care about any of this that I just talked about. You just you just want to say, can you just make sure these 10 channels work and they track the way they're supposed to and we don't have any major uh, any major data loss? So I, I certainly get that and we're trying to, trying to follow that guidance. Uh, but it is important to note that there is going to be uh, some change and decisions that need to be made depending on some potential roadblocks that we might hit based on what ultimately that channel that we're implementing their tracking for uh, makes available. But at the end of the day, we're really trying to push for all of these channels that have server-side tracking enabled and just simplify the life so we can monitor everything for you and uh, just make things easy. Easy peasy is what I like. All right, so let me just look through my notes and make sure I have nothing else to share on a little bit of the technical nuance of the WebPixel API rollout. I don't think so. So there will be a link in the show notes that'll go to our WebPixel API overview page that will be kept up to date. So again, this is evolving. There are some customers that are going through this process and will likely learn learn some things through that process. So that will be updated over time. So feel free to bookmark that or reference it as we update. And more than likely, there'll be future podcast episodes or just clips in an episode where I share updates on what's happening with the WebPixel API rollout. Um, At the end of the day, I didn't really touch on why Shopify is making this change or improvement to checkout. It's for security. It's for privacy, uh, security. Just go back to the Magento days and all the bad players and hacks that they had going on and check out people trying to steal credit card information and think about privacy. So all of the privacy legalities and uh, regulations that are rolling out is Shopify owns checkout. And there's obviously a, con- a ton of customer data in there. And you can use tools like Google Tag Manager to inject potentially bad actors into the checkout experience where uh, potentially scripts are scraping information and doing things that aren't necessarily legal or compliant. So really trying to uh, take a proactive stance and approach to that. And ultimately, it's a good thing for for you. It also, with this, unlocks additional functionality with the checkout extensions that you can leverage and have more control and customization over the checkout experience for your customers. So with that, that is the WebPixel API breakdown and what it means to conversion tracking for your store If you have any questions, feedback, feel free to shoot me an email, brad at getelevar.com. Or again, if you are a customer and you have questions, just shoot us an email and uh, either at help at getelevar.com or if you are a pro customer, you know the email for that. Just uh, send us a note and we'll be happy to explain in more detail and make sure that ultimately your tracking stays good through Q4 and beyond. Did you enjoy today's episode? If so, we release two new episodes per week. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else that you subscribe and listen to your podcasts. I also have a favor to ask. 
I'd really appreciate if you could leave a comment or review so I can learn exactly how to improve future episodes for you. And last but not least, if you want to connect with me, find me on LinkedIn by searching Brad Redding at Elevar. That's E-L-E-V-A-R. Or you can DM me on Twitter. My handle is I am Brad Redding. I look forward to connecting with you. Thanks again. 